As above, so below, spreading light as we grow. You have now tapped in to the dimension of Buddha libations. I am T. And I'm Brandon C. Smith. And I'm Vic. And, and we are Buddha Libations. So today's topic is about being a Black creative. Um, so first question really is, what does it mean to you to be a Black creative? Wow. Hmm. You know, I think... Feel like first you got to realize that you're black you know in order to be a creator um and then simultaneously what that looks like first is like what is black um mm. and then a <laughs> you know i think that's just about you know it's a, it's, a, it's a black you know it's a, a vibration too on its own so being a black creator i feel like it's necessarily taking your stories that inherently remind you of yourself or um, something that's like, I think of ancestral, I think of roots, I think of uh, unspoken because it's something that's like not seen before or new mm -hmm. phenomenon that we see. But um, yeah, like I feel like you just really have to tap into your, your ownness of your, your identity. Um, and I think that what oneness is within blackness it's like it's so many like portals that you have no idea what that like what you're going into tapping into source tapping into that's source. what you bring up, source. bring up for me because that question like you said so many different portals I'm at a point literally seriously where I'm like well what is black mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like what is that anyway and because who has to define what blackness exactly. is exactly and why does that necessarily pertain to me like, what makes that, that, like you said, who gets to define what black is? Like, that was the title that was given. Why does that necessarily pertain to me? I mean, outside of the fact that we were raised that way and, you know, our parents install certain things and we identify with it. But what does that really mean, though? So it's really about how do you separate the society, the definition of blackness that society gives you versus the blackness that your ancestors understood. Yes. Right. And did they understand did they blackness understand in those mm. in that same right? Time? Or was it based on like our I say titles. When I say titles I mean the names that we were given, like mm -hmm. I am T era. Mm. That has a vibration itself. You are Victoria. That is Brandon. Like y'all have we have these vibrations. Why are we not that as opposed to this title? I mean outside of being conditioned, you know, like what is that? What the heck is it? Because blackness only, whiteness only exists in adjacent to blackness. So it's like, mm -hmm. if we talk about these titles that society makes, um, blackness was a, was a societal construct that was created in order for whiteness to stand alone on its own. So mm -hmm. I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, did our ancestors even understand blackness the way that we understand blackness now? And how do the ways in which they understand blackness and we understand blackness impacts our art as mm -hmm. an artist? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. the, the second question was, like, is all black art political? 
does all black art have that political air to it? And I believe, regardless of whether or not you want your art to be political, I could draw a flower. Right. My my flower is gonna come with a whole bunch of extra stuff just because it was made by a black woman. Right. Right. Oh, oh, it's, 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 a phenom- it's that phenomenon. It's mm-hmm. always that phenomenon. Oh, it's like you know what I realized too. I was like, you know, there's always this greater phenomenon when there's, there's black entitled to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, like the flower, just because I, you know, I made it. Now it's like, oh, a black artist made this thing, mm-hmm. right. so it becomes an entitled thing. But getting back to your question of why, I think of like in the biblical time too, of like David and uh, uh, Samson and him getting his hair cut off, mm-hmm. and, and and Delilah, Samson and Delilah, mm-hmm. and just imagine. So he Samson had this powerful hair that made him uniquely. This strong, brusque character, or just you know, um, person, identity. figure, identity, mm-hmm. because of this hair, and and, and the, I don't think, and then actually he didn't realize, or they didn't realize, or no, they realized that it was cut off in his hair, that that the the hair is linked to his strength because of Delilah, right? She she made that apparent, and but they didn't know where it came from, mm-hmm. and so I think of. And so once his hair grew back, obviously he was weak, he was not strong anymore, and they locked him up. And from there, like, they, you know, they did all these horrible things to him, and then his hair grew back, mm-hmm. and he became strong again. And I kind of simultaneously think about that within the black experience of what black people is. It's like, we didn't realize, our ancestors didn't realize that our blackness was so damn strong, uh-huh. that it was so damn raw, until we were robbed from who we were mm-hmm. and our identities, because we had no idea, like you said. Right, so that right, makes right, me right. think of that. And now we're right. And now up. we're reprogramming, and now we're, now that we have this thing where we're able to, you know, we're in this element of, like, rebirth and, like, getting back into another, you know, someone will say a renaissance, but it's more so within our blackness. It's like that's that's where that's where the rawness is. Love it. Two two two. Two two two. Amen to that. But that also speaks to another question. Right. <laughs> you just flowing. Yes. Um, you were speaking about um, Samson, Samson, and the way in which his hair grew back, and then he grew back in strength. And I believe, although his hair grew back, his hair was his marker of faith, but he had that strength in him regardless of his hair. He ain't know that yet. So what I'm saying is, is it our duty to change the narrative that's spoken about black people? Because we have a strength that we don't even know about because society tells us, oh, blackness black. is X, Y, and Z. But we, just, just simply turning on the television and seeing the way that black people function now mm-hmm. and how we're reclaiming back a lot of our power... I honestly believe it is it is one of our duties to rechange and reshape the narrative that's spoken about black people. And as a black artist, there's ways in which we do that that we don't even realize we do. Is in the way that you stroke that brush, is in the way in the hues that you paint that woman. Is the it's so powerful that it becomes a spiritual journey for you where it's like when I'm making a painting, I'm not only making a painting for me, I'm making a painting for my ancestors past me. They speak into the paintbrush that I paint with and we don't even realize it. So I answered my own question by saying the question. (laughs) But it really is to say it is our duty to change that narrative that society has placed on blackness and reclaim all of our power and everything that is in us. So I have a question then. With us changing the narrative, do you feel like it is, um, do you feel like it does justice for us to keep the title and label that we were given and how you say um 
continue to pour our power into that or expand from else. that. You know, because I noticed that just like you said, politically speaking, how white and black that was made, you know, to, to create be that adjacent division. to each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also see white as being a mindset as I see black as being a mindset. It is. And like, because you'll meet certain individuals who have a huge spirit and it's like, okay, but you look like this on the surface. You may look like this on the surface, but because of these political things, it's like I'm kind of, it's kind of fogging things when I see you do certain things or when I hear you say something, I see you move a certain way. It kind of fogs things for me because I see another color. So I feel like sometimes the title could, um, how you say, marginalize Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. When I think of well, when I just say blackness and whiteness, I don't think of skin tone specifically. Like as taught to me by one of my prior professors, whiteness and blackness are social constructs that shift through time monster, in yeah. order to keep certain power dynamics in place. Yep. So whereas Irish people were considered black at one point, they're now considered white in order to keep a social hierarchy in place. Yeah. So it's not exclusive to skin tone, but it is the ways in which society changes narratives in order to keep certain people in certain boxes. So it's not exclusive to it's no, not exclusive it's not. to skin tone because mm-hmm. at one particular point, Irish people was considered black, Jewish mm-hmm. people were still considered black. Mm-hmm. They were considered like the the black of the white, mm-hmm. and that that narrative only shifted because it like to keep a certain power dynamic in place. So when I say blackness, I mean bigger than just skin, but also the way in which power. Mm, See, mm. that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm asking you. Because like you said, it's a narrative to keep things, certain things in place. So it's like, um, if it's a tricky thing. Because you said yeah, the Jews tricky. were considered black, right? The Irish was considered black. And this was all based on their position in society. Mm-hmm. Not, not their skin color. Now, we are considered, we're black. We're called black. Mm-hmm. We're right? the only ones that no matter what will always be considered black because of our skin tone. Right. Exactly. So, like, how do we continue to feel, use... Go ahead. You know, I, I do... I feel like that's a great question that you brought up, too, because that, I heard that in conversation, too, with some of my colleagues of just, like, well, identifying because I've been around the world uh-huh. and identifying that, like, I'm... I'm Technically black, I'm dark. I got melanin, large amounts of melanin, so mm-hmm. quantify me as black. Right. But through my experiences of traveling, going to Africa and going to places where I'm, it doesn't matter Metal. what your skin color right. is, you look just the same as everybody else. You might be next to the poorest, to the richest man in the world. So my understanding of blackness doesn't correlate to my experience of blackness in America. Right. So I have right. an issue of like, well... You're, you know, I had a conversation. It was like, are we, are we holding on to that label of black? Are we holding on to that? And, I, and it made me, and it made yes. me think. And that wasn't, you know, and it's been a narrative that I've, I've heard twice. I've heard it in a play. You know, if you ever get to go see uh, Fires in the Mirror by Anna Devere Smith, um, it's a beautiful play um, talking about black blackness and the relationship relationship um, towards it, and also the uh, Jewish community and you know two communities that have both experienced some type of trauma when it comes to their skin color or their their religion. But, like, again, the question of who, who had it the worst. But, again, like, I think, I think it's, it, the thing, and then to, to note to that is that, like, going back to the blackness, it's the fact that, you know, are we holding on to this, this thing 
you know, this, this identity, but some people are because it, it's so insane and so grouped and ingrained into your identity. And like, I had to catch it up too. I'm like, okay, wait, all right. Yeah. Well, what is, you know, what is this relationship? Yeah. And then like, again, like, are, can we move forward from this thing? Because like, just like how we, to uh, saying, saying the N word, you know, mm-hmm. saying that and like being yes. able to like, you, you know, say, constantly hearing it. And then you're, you're like, I'm a proud patriot of it. But like, what does that mean for identity? And so I think questioning mm-hmm. is how do we, how do we change that? I think we do have to right. kind of have to change the the narrative in that question, but also the narrative of like what our experiences mean to us. Exactly, true. that's true. That's very very true. I think the only reason why I still hold onto the identity of blackness is because I acknowledge the African diaspora as something that's not central to just the United States of America, but that spans even past that. Right. So, like, one of the follow-up questions kind of down the line was kind of like, <laughs> you know, pop it in there. But it was like, how does your various identities and all, like, impact your art? So it was like, my parents are from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So even understanding my blackness in relation to my mother who was born in Jamaica and her understanding herself as a black woman from Jamaica and the understanding mm-hmm. the West Indies as places in which a lot of black people are and just throughout the entire world. It's like, the reason why I use the title black is because there's a lot of people who like to separate themselves from their uh, black identity. It, it yes. I, I have to say black identity. Yes, yes, it's like, yes. oh, I'm, because my mother had well, those it's culture. Moments. It's what it's, it is. It's culture. So you want to identify with the culture. So you're Jamaican, you're Puerto Rican, you're right, Dominican. But then right. people right. use it but as a way to then say they're not. Right. Exactly. Then they separate themselves. And that's where it gets problematic. It's whereas, true, like, yeah. my mother's had her own traumatic situations in the United States of America that made her realize at the end of the day, you are a black woman. Mm-hmm. And I am a black woman. Mm-hmm. And when we walk outside this door, mm-hmm. we are treated as such. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand, like, when people have these moments, and it's really disheartening for me when people have these moments where it's like, oh, I'm not black, I'm X, Y, and Z. It's like, but wait, when you walk outside and that cop was deciding to disrespect you, he didn't see you as, oh, I'm, he saw you as black. As with the, yeah. yeah. Right, they saw it's you as tricky. black. So it's like, the reason why I hold on to blackness is because for me, it unifies people in a way in which society likes to separate us. Okay, I get it. And yep. that's why I hold on to blackness. Yep. I hold on to blackness because at the end of the day, I'm sitting across from you, and I, I recognize you as my black brothers and sisters. Right. Regardless of where you was born, regardless right. of where, like, how you was raised, what part of right. the United States of America, or even past that you were raised, I acknowledge you as my black brothers and sisters, and because of that, I then acknowledge that I have a duty to protect you and to protect us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I, like, I hold on to blackness as an identity is because I understand that this strength that comes in unity... And by understanding how many people actually are black, although some people stick out, they got work on themselves, but we ain't gonna talk about that. That's a whole nother oh, topic. That's, 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 that's a whole nother topic. 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 Hallelujah. You know, whitewash black people, but. That was on my mind the other week. Whitewash black people. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I hold on to blackness as an identity because I realize my mother's from Jamaica. Her ancestors, however they did, got to Jamaica. Right. I still have ancestors that are from Africa. Right. And there's something that about being a black woman, especially a black woman artist, that I always realize is that when I create, I'm not only tapping into me, I'm tapping into source and I'm tapping into my ancestors. How many of them that I do know and I don't know? Yes. All of them. Yes, yes. Mine, yours, and everybody's. Because what power, what blackness means to me as a power is to be able to tap into source. And that is a privilege that black people have. 
that's watch, a new narrative that people can take on. And that's the new yes, narrative that yes, I feel like people yes. should take on as black people. And then it goes back to then speak as a black artist. The ways oh. in which we tap into source is through our art. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful because even when you don't realize you're doing it, you're still doing it. You, help it. Mm-hmm. you cannot help it. Right. It is in the way you draw the flower. Mm-hmm. Granted, society going to make my flower political, but my, my flower is ancestral. Mm. Oh, my gosh. My flower is ancestral. Notes. All right? You ain't know. My flower is ancestral. That... That oh wow, that's just like liquid to, to the grain to the source. My flower is ancestral. Wow. And people don't be knowing because a lot of people like to use a societal lens to see black people, but if you understood us as a spiritual being, as a spiritual group, mm-hmm. it would be a completely different ball game. Oh, and, and and to note on that exactly, like the new narrative is to actually educate the mind, maybe to rewind it and understand that we are spiritual beings mm-hmm. you know I keep thinking constantly of like human experience how mm-hmm. we are how we a mere blessing of gratitude to even be here you know so wow it's ancestral so that actually is a segue because you know everything is a segue <laughs> yes it is every single thing is a segue though but it's like um how does your intersectionality impact your art? So, I am black, I am woman, and I am bi. And I got some other ones in there. I'm friend, I am sister, I am daughter, I am, I am, I am, I am. Um, but the way in which I create, I choose either to actively acknowledge and highlight or even subconsciously highlight these different aspects of my life, regardless of whether or not I even realize I'm doing it. I've had tendencies to even write poems and poetry that I don't even realize I'm doing it until after girl. She was like, yo, you talking about X, Y, and Z, right? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I see where you're going with this. That's definitely, it, it comes out. So it's, it's one of those things where, like, for me, art becomes a safe haven. It becomes worship. It becomes the way in which I acknowledge. And I, I give homage to those who came before me because I have been afforded this opportunity to be here. My feet touch the soil and I can then create and my art creates an impact. So all of the different identities within me, whether it's Queen Nanny because my mother's Jamaican or it's, you know, Harriet Tubman because I'm living in the United States of America. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we, we finna pull yes. from all the directions. And this all way, of them. But this way it comes back to blackness. Yeah. I am pulling from every direction That's right. because I am black and I can do that. Yes. All right. The, the, I feel like super, we got superpowers over here. This for is, real, oh my gosh. This, that's that sounds like that's the whole superpower. In you and are of black itself. And on itself. Mm-hmm. Man, I that mean, is a totally different narrative. Totally different totally narrative. Totally different narrative. And I love how you're considering all the aspects of everything. That's mm-hmm. the only way you'll tap into that power. Mm-hmm. The fact that you consider the political aspect of it. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to take what you gave and I'm going to flip it because I am a creator. Like you said, I am. Mm-hmm. And just put it out there as, wow, that's that's a wand. That's a mm-hmm. wand for sure. Understand that our creativity is a wand. And we can paint the colors that we need to paint. Mm. Society want to paint a color and they want to mm. paint a picture. But guess what? I got paint too. Mm. So what's up? What's up? I got paint too. Yes. What, like, what, you, what it do? Let, let's see what's up. You yes. finna paint, I got a bigger brush. Hey. All of blackness is my brush. Mm. All of blackness and then some yes. is my brush. 
Hallelujah. And now, how do we speak to, to the people, black people, and get into their ear and tell them this new narrative? Because I feel like even as a black creative, there's some type of like, I know I'm great, and I'm just like not trying to lean into my greatness. <laughs> you know, I know sometimes it could be super powerful, and I feel it, but I'm not trying to lean into that, lean into that moment because sometimes I see so many great artists and creators that like, yo, like tap into that. Oh no, I'm playing. No, I'm like, no, lean into it. Yeah. Lean into that foundation, that mm-hmm. creativity that's giving you something, giving you a voice. And a lot of the times, because if that's something that we believe in, we'd be telling our youth that. Mm-hmm. We'd be telling the kids that. Yeah, and right. they would know it already. Mm-hmm. That they wouldn't have to suppress their genius, their wit, their talent, their creativity, their ancestral roots, their homage, all that stuff that we induced, all that magic. Mm-hmm. They would already know and they'll be creating it. And so, that's why it's important to teach youth. Not, don't let the system try to teach your kids how they're supposed to be. First and foremost, they already want to blend. They blend. They blend us and and whitewash us. Our minds into what they they make us. They make. They brainwash us to the point where they think that we are. We think that we are blonde, uh, blonde and blue eye, and want to be that way. Mm -hmm. We want to have that story of that white picket fence, the same as them. But that story, that narrative, was never for us. And we teach our our kids continue about a broken system. That that pick them up by the bootstraps and and that ideology that that America is built off of the, the American dream. That dream is only built off of standing on someone else's back each and every time. There is no way that dream comes to true without you standing on somebody else's back. So I think you know, as my as my narrative and how I change it is through my artwork, like you said, as like as a as a black creator, and I and I tell that in my stories of putting out a narrative that first of all we're human mm-hmm. and we have a human experience, mm-hmm. and that our art also reflects of who we are, but no matter, and it's also representation. So it's like, I, I feel like that's, that's my way to actually creep in to understand these stories and that our voices actually matter Mm -hmm. because you don't see it. You don't, you don't see it in certain circles. So like, it's like understanding how do you, how do you, how can you teach the narrative of your genius and your wit and your talent to folks to, to have it reach them so they can completely tap into it. I mean, we really want to go into this whole co- conversation about capitalism oh and, and the structure of keeping us down, which I even, like, started to realize. So I'm like, well, damn, like, they were like, oh, it's this racket is like, for, I was like, no, it was designed for you. Someone said it to me. It was like, yo, I have this apartment in New York City, but I'm never there. All my time is spent away from that, my, mm-hmm. I, and then I don't tap it's into nature. It's basically a storage space. We're, exactly, but we're not tapping into nature, you know, our, our trees. And that is by and design. And we are, we are come from nature, and we come from, from uh, the spirit, and I think that's... Um, but but that, you, that is important, too. It's like... I, <laughs> You said so much that I gotta take I know, it out. I know, I know, <laughs> I, I know, I know. I went there, but it was just but like, but, that, but we could go in, but we could go in, but we could really stop, go into know, like the right. deep depths that's, of like. I think blackness has this like new. It's like this whole experience that you continue to learn from, from the mm-hmm. spectrum, mm-hmm. and you keep going on. I feel like every day of my life is more so like about imagination, about like finding something new of that I didn't know before, a new or a uh, system or practice or ritual that I, I did unconsciously. Right. You know, it's like, it's, these, it's these things that like, and then it's just like, you black, black like you? Maybe that's in the black like you? Because it's it's that thing like, oh, you too? Black like you, black like me, black, black like, like me, us. Black like us? Okay, because like that's, 
I know. Black like you, black like We got, we got T like over here. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though, like, I think Big it's one tank. of those things where it's like, it's unfortunate that it's only when I got to college that I was really able to be in a space in which I could understand my history and its fullness. And I feel like that's a disservice to me. Although I knew I was a creative, I never understood the impact that my art could even have. Mm. Or even fe- fueling my own art within myself and using that as a means of magic. Like, mm. art and creativity is magic. But people don't want to tell you that. My ancestors had to go through some stuff to get up out of here. And they had to find some creative ways to do so. Mm. I just recently found out that they must be braiding patterns braiding. in your hair as to yeah. how you going to get out. Yeah. Like, and rice. And put rice in there. And seeds, for real? All that. The yes. seeds and all that, too. Yes. Like, yo, we going to braid the seeds in your hair. So when you go to where you go, you have food. Smooth. Amen. We gonna make the le- you gotta make a left turn by this tree is in your hair. That's where that's what they and they realize and that's what and the, and people started doing it again mm-hmm. years later, not realize like mm-hmm. you said, black like you, black like me, black like us. Mm-hmm. Like you said, subconsciously doing things, subconsciously doing rituals, and don't even realize I have what no they tapping into. Have like, no idea. As a child growing up in the 90s, I had my mother do zigzags and mm-hmm. wanted swirls and she used to make hearts in my head. Everything, all these different shapes and not even realizing. The historical context and what it means to wow. be creative. Creativity is a survival mechanism. Amen. Right? It is the way in which we worship, but it's also the way in which we survive. Mm. It is the way in which we survive. And it is important to instill that into the youth in a way in which allows them to express and cultivate that creative creativity. I was not given enough spaces to cultivate my creativity. My mother worked, and she tried to do what she had to do. She was like, yo, you want to do tap? We're going we gonna to put you in there until she couldn't afford it anymore. She was like, you want to do ballet? I'm going to throw you in there until we couldn't afford it anymore. And it's like, as much as I couldn't finish it all the way to the end, I'm grateful for those moments. Right. Because when, I, when I'm like now 23, 24, 25, and I'm doing a project on tap dance, and then I realize the historical black context of tap dance, and then I'm going to sit there and be like, yo, but I was tap dancing when I was seven. Right. right. No idea. Yes. yes. None whatsoever. Natural. Creativity Natural. is the way in which we survive. Creativity is the way in which we thrive. Creativity is the way in which we take back our narrative and paint back with all we can our story because mm. I ain't waiting for nobody else to write my story. They're quick and fast and in a hurry to write somebody's story. They are. I'm yes. writing mine. Yes. Today, yes. now, while I am alive, I am I am making sure people know, and I'm giving people the agency to write their own. That's right. That you is see. what's important is instilling back into people <sighs> the agency to write their own stories because society quick to write a story about you if something happened at nine o'clock at night and it was like he was a this and he was a that. Come on now, Trayvon Martin, how many pictures they done popped up from like the depths of his Facebook, but they didn't put any of the accomplishments that he had in school. Mm-hmm. They didn't put any of that. Mm-hmm. So. That's the thing, just adding to what you're saying, um, that's why it's important that we tell our own story. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not wait for people to tell that story mm-hmm. and use the creativity as our portal, so to speak. Our Chavis antenna. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And, like, and, then, and then I think of installing the new narrative. Mm-hmm. I really, and then creating our stories, it's like it's all in the new narrative to mm-hmm. realize that we do come from such richness and such mm-hmm. much diversity, 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 diversity like, such genius, such mm-hmm. wit. I think of, like you said too, hiding, hiding the grains and the designs and the braids. That means wit. Yes. That means creativity. Yes. That means genius. Yes. That means like looking, you know, never giving up and optimism and power and grit. You know, mm-hmm. we have that strength. 
So, I mean, it is changing. It's changing that 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 new conversation and, and really throwing it down their voices in the throat. I think we should go out there and start saying that you you are the new narrative. We are really we are the new narrative, and we hold all of the tools to create that narrative. Oh, nice. Hashtag new narrative. New Hashtag narrative. new narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag new narrative. Yes. Yes. This is Buddha, and we got and it's Buddha libations. You for, know? for real, it's like in, incorporating all of those new narratives, and I'm I choose not to be silenced. Right. Is an is an act of warfare not to be silenced. Is an act of warfare to stand and be seen and take up all the space that you're as good as the, that is for you. That is for you. That I is like for you. you. Said that that's for you. Right? That is for you. Yes, yes. Because the way in which, and I think of it even in like small, minute ways, but it's like. Black is always taught to make space for everybody else. Mm-hmm. As, oh as something as simple as the way in which we're raised can be problematic. Black is always taught to make space for everybody yes, else. We never see a white kid move out the way for nobody. Yes. I tell you now, you ain't never seen no little Jane or John move out the way for nobody. They'll look you dead in the face and be like, hi, <laughs> and stand there. They yeah. do not move. No. That's why this narrative is so important because that's taking that space. You know, they don't mm-hmm. have the, how you say, the limitations. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're they not taught limitations. They, they didn't have that placed on them. They're not mm-hmm. taught it right. They and, they didn't, and they didn't need it. You know, they didn't need. They can go out there. They can close their literally close their door and and, and walk and hide away mm-hmm. in a closet. Mm-hmm. You know, like we 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 can close, we always were reminded. It's like it's you don't sleep with it. You go to bed with it. Shower with it. Right. You eat with it. Right. You dance right. with it. All of that. You're always with it. Yes. And that is something that they never had to think about. Right. It's something that is also ingrained into our DNA, but it's also something that's. Unnatural, unconsciously taught to you innately mm-hmm. by by your folks you around or mm-hmm. your society. Mm-hmm. You know they're like, oh, when was the last time you thought you were black? It was like, no, like I always knew, and I always knew I was great. I just knew that it was just like it was something that like, oh, I couldn't cross the street, or I couldn't, I couldn't think, or, but like you know, I have common stories where I was just like, what happens when I take up space? And I knew one day, let me tell this one story yes, real quick. Yes. And it was this black man, and I mean, it was it's my dad working for a gallery, and the white man was he got trapped because he needed help, and his bed snapped on his on his leg, but nothing gory or anything. He was just trapped, and I sat there, and I had a moment. I was just like, you know, it's not that I wanted to fix pain on him. It was just like he he assumed. So I sat there for a second. He was like, he just stared at me and then looked. I was like, yeah, I, I took up space and I extent. I I did not I. Did not jump to the, the, you know, my dad was, what are you doing? You know, I I unconsciously just sat there because I didn't realize that I was just taking up space. Right, right, right. I wasn't jumping in. Right, right, right. And I knew something was off. And I was just always kind of exploring those parameters as I was young. And it's just interesting to see that as you get older, you're like, whoa, like, you know, they really don't move or they do have expectations for you. Yes. Or they do want you to jump and, jump sk- and in, skip. Yeah. And then you do jump and skip and hop for them. And you always are just always on it. You're always just like constantly like, it's a flick. Right. And you're jumping into it's it. It's like People a knee reaction. And it's they like, have, the, and, mm-hmm. it's just, and they have, and that's what causes, and that, that's what causes anxiety and strength. And it's right. like, no, we got to talk about it because it's something that like, we're all dealing with this and mm-hmm. you all, and you need to really start like, a, stop ignoring it and realize that it's not cute. Yes. It's not cute to be ignorant. It's not. It's not, and that's an act of choice too to be ignorant. It's just like you have to know. It's funny enough where it's like even like drawing the parallels to my mother's dynamic and her understanding her own blackness. Um, it was really with a situation that happened where she was actually like held at gunpoint by a police officer like twice in one week. Mm. That she understood her own blackness. 
Because my mother's like, she's lighter than me. Granted, this recorder, so you don't know how light I am, but still. <laughs> but she's what you would consider, right. You would, she's what you would consider, like, a light-skinned woman. Mm-hmm. So she's very, very fair-skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting that my mother used to have these dialogues about black people but didn't realize that I was black. So I understood my blackness in relation to her anti-blackness. And so she understood herself as a black woman that she understood what I was talking about. Mm. And I wasn't just talking pure nonsense. But that moment, twice in one week, they both didn't think that she was the owner of the house that she owned. And they thought she was robbing the house. So the first, the first situation, hilarious but not hilarious, she alive, God bless. <laughs> but she was helping a white tenant move into an apartment. And bringing the boxes from the apartment in. Um, police officer passed by and thinks she's robbing the place. Mind you, my mother's like a 57-year-old woman. We're like, what? The white tenant had to convince the white cop that the black lady owned the house. I think that's problematic as hell. But she understood her blackness in that moment, unfortunately. And what I don't want is that people have to always understand their blackness in the context of something negative mm-hmm. instead of understanding blackness as something positive and powerful, right. which is why I feel like it's important that we retake the narrative of blackness as not Again, right. as not a thorn in my side or an Achilles heel broken. It Constantly is struggling. in a constant struggle. That's why I feel like it's important to reclaim the blackness because it's like, although my mother understood her blackness, she now understands her blackness now differently because of me. Right. I choose not to function as if the sky is about to fall. Right. Because I know my ancestors held them up. What am I doing? What am I doing? If I'm going to continue to be the, oh my God, no, everything is going to fall. And I have to always constantly make space for everyone that's not going to constantly make space for me. No. Hmm. My mother finds it very, as, as much as she's like, ooh, sometimes she worries. She's like, I love the way in which you function in the world because you don't wait for someone to make space for you. You make space for yourself. As you should. The way in which I go to certain spaces and command them and take control of them and understand that I have I have dominion over this space. This mm-hmm. space is my space. Mm-hmm. The way in which anyone else can walk into a space and control that space, I'm going to do the same exact thing. Who's who going to stop me? Right, right, right. Knowing that I have how many people behind me, mm-hmm. all of them, grandmas and grandpas and, and, and the people who came before me, behind me, and I, I choose to be small in any space. They didn't fight for me to be small. Mm-hmm. They didn't fight for me to shrink myself down. They didn't fight for me to not use my gifts. Mm -hmm. That's a disrespect and a dishonor to the people who fought before me to even classify my blackness as something that's a thorn. Mm -hmm. I will take it back and I'll rechange that narrative. That's right. Amen to that. Yes. My, 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 my fist was up. I was <laughs> the whole time. I was like, yes. Yes, 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 yes. All the way that's what, That is power. That is it's black like, power. And, you know, we have to change the narrative. Being so many times in the media, like, you see a, a, a black brother, a black sister being shot, and, like, that gets to us. And holding that, and what if we change the narrative? It's not that because if you were doing something wrong, you thought, no, it's because they're afraid of your magic. Mm-hmm. You are you are a gift. You are a being of power. Mm-hmm. And they're afraid that you're... So just remember that you are powerful, and that's what they're afraid of. Mm-hmm. And we're at war with our power. And so you need to express that more. Mm-hmm. Because one because this day I see it that we're gonna be very we're very, very powerful. I see it right now. And we we have so much to give to this world and this universe and we can't wait to we can't wait to share it. And mm-hmm. so it's that's And we can't be wait we can't wait for someone to give us permission to share it. We give permission to about the permission thing. Like you don't need permission. Waiting for someone to give you permission License to exist. And for everything someone, before you were creative. And that was a, like really. And that's a, and that's a, and we're gonna have we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. We're gonna get into that too. 
because <laughs> that's that's something that we know we all got something to say from that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and where are we now? So I think we closing up right now. Um, like, how are we feeling? We're feeling good. So essentially, as a black creative, we have the power to change the narrative that's written about us in society. Mm-hmm. And we have a duty to fuel and spark that light into the people that we see around us who choose, who have been conditioned not to, to use that power. Creativity is a power. Creativity is a blessing. Creativity is how our ancestors got through. So we, with that same creativity, can spark the light and continue to continue on. I want to add to that. Let's make creativity contagious, y'all. For real. Sneeze creativity. Yes. Find your light on this journey. This is Buddha Livations. And we are so fortunate enough to give you um, this message on this this beautiful lightning day. So take in and... uh, Breathe out creativity. Breathe out creativity. Yes. So again, as above, so below... Spreading light as we grow, you have tapped into the dimension of Buddha, libations.